Joe hates a lot of things. Joe hates toddlers and tiaras. Never before have I wanted to strangle so many people after watching so little TV. Joe hates raisins. I hate raisins so much that I'd rather have ants on a log with actual ants. Joe hates being tailgated. I want a bumper sticker that reads, free golf balls for tailgaters. I want that and a thousand golf balls. And Joe hates when people say, Satan, as they pass him on the street. This happens more than I think it should. Hello and welcome to Things Joe Hates. My name is Joe and with me is my producer, Jake. Hello, Joe. Hi, Jake, and my lovely wife, Lisa, from upstairs. Who? You. Hi. Hi. And uh, no guests this week, unlike last week. Now we're boring. Time. I say week, but I don't know how Invisible often Invisible Frodo. <laughs> Invisible Frodo. <laughs> That's another good story we'll have to tell sometime. I think she has already. Has she already told that story? I mean, she's told me a thousand times. It's hilarious <laughs> every time. But. Pretty funny story. It's a great story. We'll have to go back and listen to the entire... You know what? If you're listening right now and you know the Invisible Frodo story, let me know. If you don't know and you want to hear it, let me know. And we'll... Uh... That would be a good story time with Lisa. Yeah, it would be. It'd be a great story time <laughs> with Lisa. So, um, I know that I put the call out and said this is going to be the COVID-19 episode. And I'm going to start off with something that isn't COVID-19. Wow. Ford Motor Company. <laughs> oh, you really are going to tell this story. I'm going to tell this story. It was a rough day. Yesterday was a rough day. We were supposed to record yesterday, Jake, weren't we? That's right. But we didn't. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, Ford Motor Company, in their infinite wisdom, decided that the Ford Explorer from 2014, that the brakes shouldn't have a squeal sensor on them. Hmm. Yeah. Every other manufacturer in the world puts, well, not everyone, but a lot of manufacturers, Toyota puts squeal sensors on their brake pads. Front right? or back? All of them. All of them have Does squeal sensors. Does my back sensors. ones have them? No, your back ones did not. We just have to know when it starts crunching. Well, the first <laughs> warning we get is the grinding sound. The grinding sound. Oh Thanks, Ford. Because if I'd have gotten the squealing sound, that, that would have been 5,000 miles ago. You know when 5,000 miles ago was in that car? 100,000. August. That oh. was August. Yeah. They have right. been driving around a lot. I could have, yeah. We oh, so that's how it's tied into coronavirus. Let right. see. There you go. There you go. August, it was nice. It was sunny. And I could have changed the brakes on this car. Oh, uh, let's be honest. Nice, August, sunny it days. was hot. And yeah. you would have had the same complaint hot about it humid. being I wouldn't hot. Have, I wouldn't have had, had the same complaint. in my underwear. I, wouldn't have, I would not have had the same complaint because it Just is like very difficult to change brakes in the cold. Especially once it starts snowing, which it did yesterday. I, it actually I would snowed. Say, <laughs> I would rather do like work on a car in the heat than the cold. Because, Absolutely. Because at least in the heat, your fingers aren't affected. Like how how uh, you can get a block of ice in Yeah, like how dexterous you are isn't affected right. by how hot it is. And when you bang your knuckles, it doesn't hurt nearly as much in yeah. the summer as it does in the yeah. cold. <laughs> oh, it is miserable in the cold. Oh, it is babe. like I felt so bad. I, I mean, look, look. There's, there's like the cut I got. I know that actually didn't hurt that much, but I kept asking if I could get him anything no. hot. He so, got, and then he get irritated. I, I actually, <sighs> because this is Lisa's car, and because it's actually a Ford, and I like Ford. And I have, I actually don't have very many complaints about this car because. That car Until has over, now. over, I'm not complaining about the car. Understand that I'm complaining about, well, actually I am complaining about one thing that Ford decided we're going to save the five cents on a squealer, uh, and lower the cost of the car five cents to the consumer. Oh, ooh, ooh, I got a question. Yeah. How do you know it's five cents? Well, the squealer is a really small piece of metal. It is a really small piece of metal. But in mass is pretty cheap. That's right. pretty well, cheap. Well, does other cars that have a tow package have 
the squealers? I don't know. Is it a co-package differentiation? I don't think it is because uh, according to the guys at the parts department yesterday, they they were all pretty much the same brake pads. Which brings me to my next my, my next uh, point about this is I had to go to the dealership not once just to get the parts, <laughs> but twice he because did. I thought they gave me the wrong parts, right? Because <sighs> I pull the brake pads off, and there's nothing on these brake pads. They're just literally just straight brake pads. But the new brake pads they sell me have, like, these metal whisker springs on them, on the side of them. And I'm like, I don't know how this goes in there. Yeah. There, there, no no this way. This is different. This is different. This doesn't look like the same part. So back to the dealership I go. And the guys behind the part counter are, are very accommodating. The dealership actually did a great job. I'm not even going to crap on the dealership. Normally, I, I am I am all They're about wonderful. Normally, I'm, tell, I'm all about telling you that that the dealerships are just scams from the front from the front door to the back door. This one, they actually do a good job of taking care of the customers. I'm not going to tell you who they are because they're not paying me. But if they do pay me, I'll endorse them. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, the uh, the guys were uh, good enough to say, well, all of our parts have these little whisker springs on them. And I said, well, how do they get installed? Uh, or can you? And he said, I said, can you check with one of the mechanics? And they say, yeah. He says, you push him in. I said, can I talk to the mechanic? Can I talk to the tech? And they actually went and they brought a tech forward for me to talk to. And he showed me how to put him in. How yeah. wonderful is that? That's that customer great. service. That is great customer service. It was great. I'm, I'm not, again, the dealership did a great job here. So the tech shows me how these go into the into the caliper, right? Which is the part of the brake that, it's actually the caliper bracket. And these springs push against the caliper bracket to pull the pad away from the rotor so that while you're driving, the pad is actually not in contact with the rotor. Okay. It's actually a good design change, but it is a design change. So then how does that go? Like, why did the ones that you pulled out not have that? Because it was an, uh, an something they added between 2014 and now. Okay. And this is the first time I've had to replace the front pads in this car. Interesting. 2014, 100,000 miles. Those it, pads so, have lasted. First of all, you can't really complain. That's, a, that's I awesome. I really can't. I'm not complaining about that. That's good good pads, good good quality we pads. We haven't really used a tow package either. No, we have not. That's true. Um, so, But the next the next thing is I get back home, right, and I put these these things together, and I'm noticing that the one on the inside is, uh, you know, the inside of the car is not going in as easily as the one on the outside of the car, Right. So I, but I get them in there and I put the caliper back on and I turn the car around and I start doing the other side and I take the, 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 the wheel apart. And then I realize why the, the inside one didn't go in is easy. It's because the way they package them, they package a pair of outside brake pads with a pair of inside brake pads. They don't package one outside brake pad with one inside brake pad and another outside brake pad with another inside brake pad. That is pad. pretty stupid. So this is when the podcast would come. <laughs> right. I got that so now gentle I realize, reminder that I should probably let you know. <laughs> now I realize I've got one wrong pad on the on the far wheel, and I can't put two wrong pads on this wheel, so I have to put an old pad on the wheel I'm working on. Then I have to turn the car around again, take the take the wheel off, take the caliper apart, pull one of the pads, put the other one back on, put it back together, put the wheel back on, turn the car back around. And in other words, I had to change the brakes on my car twice. Yesterday. It's still <laughs> worth, it's still worth you doing. Even with all of that, it costs less for you to put the brakes on than it would have had them. Yeah. They charge you like $1,500 to do that. Plus the brakes. That includes the pads, that but the parts, the pads. but the parts are not you cheap. asked. That was 400 bucks for parts. <laughs> $400 for parts for this because they are huge rotors. They are mm. massive rotors. 
Um, yeah. And, and the, the brake pads are also massive. If these brake pads last another 100,000 miles, I'll be happy with that. That's okay. But, you know, today I woke up and I was absolutely miserable. I was stiff because I spent like four hours hunched over pulling on things. And it occurred to me, I haven't been to the gym. I haven't mm. been to the gym since this coronavirus thing started. I'm not going to the gym now, right? Yeah, I don't know that you can. I, I, I don't even know if they're open, but I'm even if they are open. Well, we're paying for it, and I'm getting ready to cancel it because nobody's using it. In over yeah. a year, nobody's been there in over a year, and it comes out of our account every month. But if we get rid of it, here's the thing. If we are grandfathered into the best possible situation. Yeah, because we're not part. Of, it's not a gym. It's actually the association. Like everything that they have to offer, we can do. super bougie. Right. It's not super bougie. It it's, is super bougie. We, can, we have the option of doing absolutely everything there is, but. It's it, a it, socialist it's utopia, Now Jake. they have taken this <laughs> and they have separated everything out where you have to pick for it. And by the time you get everything, right. it's like this enormous amount of money where we're grandfathered in. So if we stop it, right. it's gone. Right. And Lisa. I use the pools when, when we can go to the pools because I swim. Right. That's how they exercise. get you. That's how they get us. Right. That's Well, they're getting us now because we're not using anything. Well, they got us a year's worth for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I usually go to the gym. There's like three, three or four gyms we can go to that are great gyms. Um, yeah, I, I've been to them. They're nice. So right now, my exercise regimen consists of just walking the dogs. To the refrigerator back. <laughs> <laughs> no. That and curls. Beer to the mouth, back down. 12-ounce curls. Remote down. Nope. Uh, so uh, today, like today, I took the dogs on a five-kilometer walk, right? Great, great walk, great exercise. But you know what? It is not strength training. It is not the same thing. And I can tell I am physically weaker in the upper body, and you know you can move the you can move the wood around out back. We'll just make another pile at the other end of the and every every other week you can just move wood from one side of the yard to the other. <laughs> I need you to take that pile of rocks and move it over there. <laughs> exactly. Joe, you, you know that, you need that to pile pick of rocks up? Is over there. I need you to move it back over here. You know what you need to pick up for upper body strength training. What's that? Blacksmithing. Black. You know. Ooh. You know Jake. <laughs> Seriously, I was like, thinking the other day. About how cool that would be to be able to blacksmith. Yeah, you just set up yep. a forge in your backyard. It's not that hard. No, it's, it's not. It's surprisingly easy to set up a forge. Pretty much cavemen figured that out. You should, right. should do that for fun this fall. Well, I mean, like, it, it seriously is, is great strength training because, you know, you're, you're molding metal, which is heavy. And you, ha you have to, usually, one way you do it is you have to hit it, the hot metal with a hammer to shape it. Right. Which takes... That's, it's explaining what you're doing to all the neighbors. It's going to take the time, because yeah, because that's going to be loud. It's <laughs> going to yeah. be loud. You were hearing, you were hearing the, hey, what are the you furnace, doing, Joe? And, and ding, then Joe's ding. going to have to explain it from beginning to end about 17 times, and yeah. then by that time he has lost the desire to do it anymore. I would love the ability to work metal at my house. I think so would I. I think blacksmithing is kind of self-explanatory. If you look out right. the window and you see somebody standing there banging on a, you know, something building a piece, a, of, a piece of hot metal on an yeah, anvil. You could send like, oh, everybody a notebook and a pen and say, what's this for? I'm going to be outside doing some uh, <laughs> blacksmithing. These are for notes so I don't have to ask. Like, we'll, we'll convene it Sunday. <laughs> right. <laughs> Answer all your questions. Yep. I don't know. I, th I could probably get away with doing that in my backyard. It'd be fun. Better we could finally buy that property. Yeah, why not? Want, and you can do it there. Yeah. What, what would be the reason that you can't do that? There, there's no reason I couldn't. Yeah. I, the only thing I need to do is I would need to build a shelter for, you know, like a, just a pavilion kind of shelter. 
because I'm not hauling an anvil into my garage and back out every no, time. I no, want no, to no, no. <laughs> Why not? Uh, anvils are incredibly heavy. Yeah. Uh, build I, one. Uh, maybe I would build. Maybe that would be the first thing I do is build an anvil. No, you you need to like <laughs> you get that somebody makes that for you. You don't have the kind of you don't. I'm just thinking about the road runner. Yeah, I was about to say you get your anvil from the Acme Corporation. You know your your dad uh, worked with metal. Absolutely. Yeah, you need you need a factory to make an anvil. I could with the best of them if I could. Yeah, right. Yeah, Lisa, you could whack blacksmith with us. With us. Yeah, as long as there's any arc welding, I'm good. (laughs) That's right. Not allowed to use an arc welder. Did we ever tell that story? Why aren't you allowed to use an arc welder? I'll, I'll cut if I have to. I have a defibrillator in my back. Oh, yeah. Don't do that. Right. So You can blacksmith. There's nothing. I there's can no do it. Electric... It just will be very hurtful, and I'm you telling can... you what you two. I'll no, be grabbing no, no, you all you can, the way down. You can, weld with, as long, you can weld with a cutting torch. Yeah. You can do torch welding. You just can't use a uh, an arc welder. Yeah. And we're in we're, – I, 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 I feel like I've told this story before, but if I haven't, then I'm going to tell it now. We're in the discussion with the with the tech after Lisa got her defibrillator installed. And he goes, now, I know this applies to you, but no arc welding. And he starts to go on, and we're like, whoa, slow down. What, what, what did he say? I was devastated. What do, what do you mean no arc welding? He goes, what, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, we're serious. We're adventurous. Because <laughs> – her father is is a welder. She can weld. She has welded. I'm thinking about getting a welder. He goes, oh, well, I'm so glad I brought this up. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't be within 10 feet. You can't be within 10 meters of it. Oh, well, 10 worse. meters of it. <laughs> yeah. Because 10 meters and uh, under an, uh, uh, yeah. Under the alternator of a car, anywhere right. around the alternator of a car. What I do about two car. weeks after it. Right. <laughs> right under your mom's car. So I can't go to the gyms, and that's essentially what I hate about this right now. That, that's One that's of the, the, many? the essence of my hate. My next hate, and uh, this really didn't start off as a hate. When all this stuff started off, and they were saying, hey, you're not going to be able to see anybody, I was like, all right. <laughs> I <laughs> like this. Mr. Personality. <laughs> I have more time to play video games. More time to play video games. I, I think I've talked about this before. I took up Fortnite, which I have since kind of walked away from. It's gotten kind of boring. Um, Good. Uh, but I'm I'm still playing more video games, uh, and I I am enjoying I, or I was enjoying the the amount of time that it was just me and Lisa together, or me and Lisa and, and Jake and Kayla and Joey and Sierra, all of us, you know, the the six of us together, right? Basically and, a household. That's yeah, it. that's a all household. we've been able to have. That's our bubble, that's right? It. And uh, you know, we don't see a lot of other people, and I'm okay with that. We but don't see any other people. You know what? I'm starting to get sick of it. Introverted me is starting to get sick of this. Because humans are social creatures, Joe. I miss, yeah, I know this. I miss church. I miss having that every week. I yeah. really miss it. I miss it, and it's horrible. And it's just not the same on TV. Yeah, we haven't even watched Mass on TV once. No, I, I, because I, I just can't. I can't bring myself to do it because I feel like um, it makes it makes the feeling even harder. Yeah, to me. Well, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm watching. Yeah, it just depresses you. It's yeah. just depressing, and I and I just think that. As opposed to the the usually good feeling you have when you go to church. Yeah, that's what I miss. I miss that feeling that I miss it. So yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to being able to get back. And finally, this is it for me because I've I've hated on a lot of things that I started off hating on Ford Motor Company and their decision to not make a squealer and then change brake pad design and then package brake pads like idiots. But uh, <laughs> the 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 final thing I hate about this COVID, uh, about COVID, is the slow rate at which we are being vaccinated currently. Maryland has been touting, "Ooh, we are vaccinating ten thousand people every day," and I say, "Well, that's that's great." 
Is it Maryland or Montgomery County? Maryland. Maryland as a whole or Montgomery County? As a County? whole is vaccinating 10,000 people every day or maybe 15,000 people. Sense. That means it's going to take 100 days to vaccinate a million people, and there are 6 million people in Maryland. It's almost two years until we're that's all vaccinated. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't uh, make sense. Are you that's sure? assuming a constant rate. It's right. not going to be a constant rate. Okay. That's that's And that's where the assumption is. You know, that's where that scenario is wrong. That rate goes up. Right. I and, hope that rate goes up. I want to see that rate go up, and I want to see it go up yesterday. The important thing also about a vaccine is that it's not – you don't – not – you don't need exactly 100% of people to get the Correct. vaccine. You need as many people as possible because at, then you start taking people out of the pool of people that can spread it. Right. And that's the key. You that, get to that's the reason and you're, you're good. Yeah, exactly. So that's why the vaccine's important because there are people that can't take it because they're right. allergic to something in it. It's like sometimes you'll, they'll ask you, are you allergic to th eggs? Or things because there's sometimes some some uh, proteins that are in eggs that are in some vaccines and that would be a reason you can't take it and if you can't take the vaccine now you are still vulnerable so it's it's even if you get a as long as you get a a very large portion of the population vaccinated you will still see immense benefit from that so it yes you do need a lot but it's not necessarily every single person of the 6 million that live in the state need to be vaccinated for it to have uh the effect for right to have the effect desired which is we can start treating coronavirus more like the flu than than a, a deadly plague that uh that's sweeping our <laughs> that world. is controlling our lives currently right so i want to see uh i want to see more vaccinations quickly quicker vaccinations and i demand it <laughs> And, and to be let, like, let's be fair. The this is the fastest that we have gotten a vaccine from. Not fast we enough, need, Jake. We need it <laughs> to. We have it, and we're giving it to people, and we're we're starting to make a whole bunch of it. Yes, I agree. So, and it's it's miraculous. And I I'm, I don't mean to. We need to we need to keep it going. Right. I don't but, mean to diminish uh, that. Diminish the accomplishment of humanity here. It's a pretty good. But I, yeah, I agree. This is. Let's go. Yes. But let's let's start ramping up production and get more people vaccinated than 10,000 people in this state a day. It's going to take a long time to vaccinate enough people. All right. That's it for me, Jake. What, what do we got from the listeners? Well, as you can imagine, uh, <laughs> we got a lot. You know, I, I really didn't want to do this episode. I was going to try to we not do so not do it. a COVID episode. Yeah. Um, and it but I just this week, I just hit the breaking point And I'm like, I, I, I can't I can't stand this anymore. You know, I kind of did too. So uh, this is, uh, and it seems like a lot of people were receptive to this. So yeah. uh, first one we've got like right to the point where we actually had to sift through. <laughs> Normally we can hit pretty much every hate that comes in. Right. But we've had to actually sift through yeah. uh, to these because there was a lot. There was. Um, so the first one we've got is from Shannon on Facebook. She's with you on uh, on this whole introvert thing. Yeah. She says, I hate that even as an introvert, I'm starting to actually miss being around other people. Mm -hmm. Sometimes in small doses. Yes. I also hate my new paranoia every time I sneeze or cough or feel slightly yes. flushed. Oh, my gosh. Is it I the hate Rona? this so much. Breaks out the thermometer and monitors symptoms for the next two days. 100% accurate. Because <laughs> every around every fall, I start getting like some kind of allergy thing. And I start having this flush my nose with, with saline. Um and that happened around fall, and I was like, uh, every every five minutes with that thermometer hitting my forehead. <laughs> I hope I don't have the Rona. I hope I don't have the Rona. <laughs> I know exactly what Shannon's talking about here, and I identify. I hate this too. I hate this so much. It's like every single every single little 
bothersome feeling in the back of my nasal cavity makes me think. Well, how about the being the it. person that actually coughs in a store? <laughs> Hold, don't read ahead. Don't Lisa. read ahead, Lisa. We're oh, getting really. Ahead. See, I'm not here for the reading, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> what's What's next, Jake? Next, we've got the Next Door Villain podcast. They say. Other than the obvious, symptoms, death, economy crashing, etc., I'd say losing your smell would be annoying because you typically need that to warn yourself about a fire or food that might be bad, etc. It's like our caveman instinct is being taken away from us. Yes. I would think we'd lose weight. Because smell is such a big part of eating and enjoying the food. That is true. That not smelling it, not being able to smell pizza. Imagine the superpower of walking by a Cinnabon King. and not being affected. Uh, yeah, a rib roast. <laughs> superpower. Christmas, Christmas Day rib roast. Can you imagine right. not yeah. smelling that? That is true. It would be sad, but I mean, it would kind of be a superpower. It would I be would, a superpower. I am impervious to Cinnabon and rib roast. Well, here's this clothespin. Use that. <laughs> yeah, and uh, furthermore, I, I would like to know when my milk is bad. Because I do keep it beyond the expiration date. Well, you could just just do what Joey does and just chew it a couple times and and then go. Hmm, is this this milk bad? Let me try it again. Oh my gosh, that's the funniest. There's like that ever. Super Bowl commercial where the was <laughs> the it Mint, Mint Mobile? Was it Mint Mobile? That was hilarious. That was the best Super Bowl commercial I've seen in ten years, which is not necessarily saying something, but this was legitimately good. They were like, it was something I don't even remember what the the shtick was, other than. There's these people sitting around. They're like, "Oh, we love our new chunky milk," and they're like, and "It was like they they made this thing like a real commercial for it." And you see them pouring it, and it's like chunks coming out. Nope. And this girl drinks it and starts chewing. Oh, <laughs> and no. smiles. It was awful and hilarious, and I loved it. No, great. No. Mint Mobile has got some of the best. That was like. That was like two or three Super Bowls ago. It was awesome. <laughs> you still think about it? I still. It's hilarious. Now they're on to all the Ryan Reynolds commercials. That not as good. You don't think they're as good? I, unless he starts starts chewing some chunky milk, <laughs> I'm not gonna laugh. Oh, I think you should write him a letter. He might. He might. He might say. He might use that. He might. You know. He's got he, a really good sense of humor. Yeah, he seems like the guy that would do that. He's he's done Deadpool. He uh, yeah. He would he would totally be on board. I love that. Deadpool. I, I'm, I can't wait for Deadpool 3. You have Deadpool jammies. <laughs> I do. I can't wait for Deadpool 3, even though I know that it's going to be just more of the stuff from Deadpool 1 and 2, the yeah. same kind of jokes. I don't care. I think it's funny. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think I thought both those movies were great movies, and I love watching both of them. All right, what's the next one, Jake? Next, we've got Super Listener Chad. Hey, Chad. Chad. He says, so after having it, and I, I think he uh, – he messaged us and, and uh, he, he, did, he, he did have yeah, a hate where he did. told us about how he got it. Yep. Terrible. So after having it, I hate the symptom where you lose your sense of smell. This one seems to be pretty uh, uh, a big hate around here. Right. It was weird and making it so nothing tastes right. My coffee, my coffee tasted like hot water. Then the sense of smell starts slowly coming back. Finally, I could actually smell the foo-foo smelly hand soap. Ugh. But then, as a COVID bonus, you can constantly smell a burning smell, like you have bonfire ash stuffed in your sinus cavity. Now, in all fairness, I am not complaining really hard, as I know there are way worse things that are happening to folks. But that is what I will pick for my personal hate of COVID. Stay safe out there, everyone. Chad, I want to know when that goes away, if it goes away. The the burning thing? Yeah. The burning thing? Yeah. That That sounds I hope it does. I mean, because it's... 
more like the next door villain stuff where you're talking about your, your sense of smell going away. It's, I mean, I joke about it being a superpower, but be being able to walk by a Cinnabon, but that's one of the best things in life is the way things smell. It can also be the worst thing in life too, but you know, uh, it's more often than not. I'm not willing to get rid of. Right. It's not something I want to get rid of. And I don't want to feel like I like, like I'm always smelling a bonfire afterwards. Quick uh, side note. Smell is tied very closely with memories. That's right. Because smells will get you to remember things like when every time, anytime I smell cut grass, I think of a football field. Huh. It reminds me of football practice. I remember and one stuff. time when my parents, my dad cut grass late, at no, late in the afternoon, and I took a blanket out and read until it got dark and I couldn't see. Just laying out there smelling the grass, I just—it's just a yeah. very calming feeling for it me. It would be—it would be sad to not be able to smell that again. Yep. Your chocolate chip cookie smell reminds me of you. Mm. Aww. Is that it? Just the cookies? <laughs> just the cookies. There's lots of smells that remind me of you. Indian food from this one Indian place. Uh, reminds me of Stargate SG One. Because you guys ate that when you were. Uh... Yeah, at the beginning, <laughs> at the beginning of all this nonsense uh, last year, we would get, we would order the Indian food and we'd watch, we'd binge watch Stargate SG One. <laughs> I think that was the longest month of my life. That was the month I just, I didn't see you guys for like a month. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah, it was pretty terrible. What's next, Jake? Next, we've got Pam from Facebook. Pam says, I hate when you come out of the cold parking lot into a doctor's office, which is the only place I go, and your nose starts to run under the mask. Oh, it's the worst. I know. I hate that. I hate when your nose is running under your mask. I mean, you can't, you can't wipe it off. You can't, you can't do anything. You just got to sit there with... Gross. Yeah. As soon as, you, as soon as your hand goes anywhere close to that mask, everybody starts looking at you. <laughs> right. You're going to do? You're not going to take that off, are you? And then if you do and you wipe your nose, all of a sudden you have COVID. <gasps> right. <laughs> They're gonna start screeching at you, screeching at you like the uh, invasion of the body snatchers. Right. Oh, that's just terrible. I hate that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that and is. There's really, really not a whole lot you can do about it. I mean, yeah. you are just what the invasion of the body snatchers. No, no you can't. <laughs> well, no, the whole you start smashing you know, pods whenever you see them. Right, as we should all do. So yes, I hate this as well. What's next, Jake? Next, we have Travis from Facebook. He says, I hate when you have to cough in your mask at the store and everyone looks at you like you are the bubonic plague. <laughs> well, you're not. You're the coronavirus. Right. Yeah, I, I like to preference my coughs. And when I'm in a store, like, I was just clearing my throat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to, like, give an excuse with it. Like, <clears throat> yeah, went down the wrong tube. That's it's okay. Was. I just swallowed my spit I'm, wrong. I'm going to tell a story <laughs> about this. When this... First, we first started being able to go out to stores again after everybody was locked down and we had masks and everything. And I, I, I walk into uh, the, I think it was the Harris Teeter. As soon as I walk into the place, I like inhale something or <laughs> I was like eating something before I get in there and I inhaled whatever it was I was eating. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to cough. But for the life of me, I do not want to cough like I have to cough in this in this store because I know it's going to be like. <laughs> you came out of the store in tears. I know what it's going to be like, and I know that everybody's going to turn around and look at me with big eyes and be what like, "What happened, honey? Get him! Get him out of here!" And you can't and you can't leave because that's when they still have people like standing in line. And there's only so many people in the building, so like. You'd lose your place in line if you went outside right. to cough. And Go I have get to get that panini bread. I have to exactly. I was getting the panini bread. I walk. It's funny you say that because that's exactly what I was doing. I, I walk up to the woman at the bakery and I go, "Can you cut this for me?" 
and she's like looking what? at me. I'm like, I got something stuck in my throat, and I really don't want to cough. <laughs> this this oh happened to me. Oh my god, where have we become? That is so. Because I don't want to cause a hysterical <laughs> panic. I. This happened to me too, and thankfully I was by myself, and I wasn't. This was around the same time frame where you're like standing in line and everything. Oh I was only going in for like, like uh, I think it was like eggs and milk and and something else, you know, like I think it was like ground beef or something to make right. dinner. And so, I, but that happened to me. And Lisa, and I'm sorry to say this, but this was one one of the masks that you made. Uh-huh. A little fuzzy on the oh, inside. No. I inhaled it. And had to choke on that thing the whole time I was in that store. Thankfully, it was a short trip. Oh my gosh! You guys didn't let me go to the in the store. I can't. I think I went months without actually going into a store. I think the first time I went to go to a store it was Costco, and there was a great big sign: "No toilet paper, no paper towels." Out front, I went. Well, I'm not going in. And there was a line to what? get in. Do you remember? Do you remember, remember when we pull up in front of the Costco, and it, you and me? And they said they're only letting like five or six people in at a time, whatever it is. And the line is like people back to back, front to back, lined up. I'm like, well, there's your vector right there. Yeah. There's yeah. your infection vector. You're not These letting people, people in, but out. you have them packed That's in like sardines yeah, in is... a line. Trying now, they have gotten to where they have right now. They have to have those six those six foot things. But first, early on, they didn't have that. That's right. And I was like, man, you sh- we shouldn't be going there. We should be anywhere near this. <laughs> I do have a positive thing, okay. I guess. It's not necessarily because of COVID. Right. It's not. But it's something that was bad at the beginning and is not anymore. Toilet paper shortage. Are you kidding me? Like, there's been toilet paper stocked in shelves for six, seven months now. That was, you know. Remember when that was a thing? Oh, it was like, oh, my God, there's never going to be any more toilet paper, forgetting that there are toilet paper factories that make toilet paper. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, just, there's just a lot of people at once are buying all the toilet paper. That's all. That's right. They're having a hard time with paper towels right now. That's, I think that was over the holidays sure? more so. That was over the yeah. holidays. You couldn't get it. Every time I, my store. Kayla they... and I went to Costco to get it and we each had a pack because we both needed them. And they stopped and said, no, if you are a one card holder, only one package of paper towels. My grocery store the that I go to down the street here has is always stock full of paper towels we should come here then yeah i think so. that's what i was telling you guys i said what are you worried about <laughs> toilet paper and paper towels every time i go to that store it's full up here in the good neighborhood it's nice well i have a positive thing <laughs> i think that is is positive that in this situation is i think that the the animals are loving this oh yeah our dogs are going to be devastated when we go back to oh work. my gosh i don't <laughs> know how they'll tolerate it because uh you know they have us there all the time they're not all right. these dogs and they're happily with their owners they could not shelters be are empty huh shelters are empty yeah well you know a lot they're of people no they're, need they're, friends. they're like something like a million dogs have been adopted out during this i just hope that dogs. they stay adopted out i hope so too i hope I, I mean i think the vast majority of them will because a lot of people are you know like going to be like some some of them will come back and that's unfortunate but i think by and large, it's been a it's been a boon to the dog adoption. Well, we dog adoption dog. industry. We adopted a dog in this. In this. We did. Yeah. Um, and and I don't know if the owner of this dog passed or didn't pass, or right. if that it was COVID related or not. But we do have him. He's mm-hmm. a wonderful little dog. He's not going anywhere. Nope, he's home. Anyway, Travis. Yes, I think I think it's pretty clear. I hate this as well. What's next, Jake? <laughs> 
Next, we've got Landon from Facebook. Landon says, I hate that now I have a size for my face. It's like I'm buying a shirt. 2XL <laughs> for my face. Yeah, I'm a, lar- I'm a pretty large face. I'm going to give it that XL, 2XL. Got this huge, big Irish head. Got that. Well, say I got to the point where I just make one size for adults and um, have the ear adjusters. Yeah, just make them stretchy. Yep. Right. The ear adjusters. Because I used to do the ties in the beginning because you couldn't yeah. get the ear adjusters. I, I'm gonna, Elastic was like a sparse. I'm going to go ahead and shill for us real quick. Lisa makes awesome masks. Oh. Do you think, <laughs> do you think yeah. uh, if some of our listeners out there wanted to get some masks, some handmade masks, made in the USA and all that, <laughs> uh, that you'd be able to do that? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. I think that would be great. Let us know if uh, if you are in the market for some extra masks, uh, and uh, maybe Lisa can hook you up with some. Yep. Uh, they have little pockets where you can put the the extra little padding in if you wanted the extra. They're they're pretty nice. Yep. She she People made a them. whole bunch. I made sixty and, for your wedding. Yeah, and and though and we still have some of the leftovers. I still use those. Yep. All right, Jake. What's next? Next, we've got the rant of the week. Rant, rant of, the of the week. It's from Judge. Judge. Hi, he Judge. says. I hate being told I can't see anyone outside of my household, though I'm living alone and yet still forced to go to work where people will not keep distance from you and wear their masks around their chins all day, even though we are in a stay-at-home lockdown. I do understand why it's necessary, and it makes my blood boil when I see people breaking lockdown restrictions while the rest of us suffer for the good cause. I am so with Judge. Kudos to you. I mean, being alone all that time, I can't even imagine. And also, uh, something to remember, I, most of our listeners are in the United States, but Judge does live in the UK, and the uh, the rules there are uh, ever so slightly different. <laughs> right. So, uh, but good luck to you, Judge. If you need anything, you uh, let us know, and, and we'll see what we can do. Yeah. yeah. We'll get on a Zoom call. There yeah. you go. Yeah, be, I mean, that's that's what, you know, that's, you, that's, that helps a lot, I think, a I, lot Judge, of people. Judge works third shift, I think, so basically he's on our time schedule, so. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my gosh all right everybody that's the oh, show i got one more oh, thing okay I, I don't mean to interrupt but okay. you know what drives me crazy yes why are you wearing a mask under your nose <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. I, I, that drives me crazy. you have your mask on okay i got it but it's supposed to go over your nose and your mouth I go to the store and they are most of the time, and there are people that work there, which kills me, that have it under their nose or covered their mouth, and that helps some, I guess. But you're supposed to cover your, your, your nose, nose and your mouth. Yep. So, you know, it's not just to protect yeah, you, it's to protect me. And I know They won't let a surgeon about. operate on you with it under his nose? No. Mm-mm. No. Nope. You're right. I, just, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not the kind of person to confront someone about that. But I, oh, I, I do don't. Think, I think it's funny, though, because, like, what do you think that, like, how do you think that works? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But I just don't, I just simply, I don't know if Don't you anything. feel like I you're doing it wrong? I just walk away. Because right. why would you Don't you look at other people and go, am I doing this wrong? <laughs> True. They just have no self-awareness. Well, some people don't wear their pants right either, so what am I supposed to? <laughs> All right. I think that's our cue, Joe. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out our merchandise store and our YouTube channel. If you want to support us, we have a subscribe store. Links to all of these can be found on our website, thingsjoehates.com. If you enjoy the show, please share it with your friends. Also, it would help if you could rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you can find us. Tell me what you hate. I would love to hear it. Follow Joe on Twitter at ThingsJoeHates. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com 
slash things Joe hates. Our email address is things Joe hates podcast at gmail.com. Links to all of these can be found on our website, things Joe hates. Com. Female voiceover is provided by Andrea Petrilli. Podcast artwork is by Susie Blake. I'm Nate Goodwin for Things Joe Hates. <laughs>